Hello everybody, it is Thursday, June 22nd, 2017, and you're listening to the Talking Games Podcast. I'm Bobby Shortle. I'm here with Matt Wood. Hi. And very special guest, Sam Suvak. Is it Suvak? I, I've said your name maybe a thousand times on the D&D <laughs> podcast, but maybe always said it wrong? <laughs> yes, yeah, that, that's all right. It's, a, it's Suvak. Suvak, like okay. Like a vac, like a vacuum. Okay. So, but it's cool. I've heard it mispronounced so many times, don't even care. Okay. So. Um, it, it makes you feel any better. You, Your name is not the only name I've been mispronouncing on that show, so I've mispronounced... <laughs> Uh, poor Henrik's name, I think, like a thousand times. So uh, yep. that's the way it goes, I guess. Um, it's all part of the show. It's all part of the show. It's really just it's because it's not really you guys on that show. It's like, you know, fictional yeah. versions. So I'm just trying to, you know, separate the two and make it um, different, you know, as different as I possibly can. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Exactly. Um, so, Sam, you have been. Uh, part of the talking games, talking comics family for a, a, a long time. But yeah, Sam, how did you end up like finding us, listening to us? What 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 was the deal there? Um. Well, I I got into comic books a few years ago. A friend of mine got me in, and I ended up just listening to comic book podcasts. And I just I think I just found you guys mentioned in some articles on Google, and so I gave it a shot, and I I really liked it. Um. I tried talking games at that point, but I was like, meh, this isn't really for me. Uh, and then once you left talking comics, I, I kind of started to, to miss my weekly Bobby fix. So I'm like, well, I guess I'll start listening to talking games now. And uh, pretty much within about a month, uh, my whole perspective on gaming changed. Previously, uh, I had a PS3. And I was just horrified at the idea of spending $60 on a game. I just couldn't even believe people would do that. So uh, I'd wait a couple years, get something for like 15 bucks used. And then like I'd play a couple hours a week. And that game would last me, you know, three or four months. And uh, that's the kind of gamer that I was. But then uh, I started listening to the podcast and... And it cost you, you a whole ton of about money. All cost, these cool yeah. games. Oh my god! It cost you a whole ton of yes. money. Yep. So I'm like, <laughs> yes. I'm like, okay. Well, I think I need to get a PS4 so I can start playing these cool games. Uh, yeah, I've reached the point now. I'm like, okay. Well, Destiny 2. It's about ninety dollars to buy the game and the expansion pack. So I'm definitely going to get that. Should I pay the ten dollars more and go ahead and get that legendary sword? So yeah, that's that's where I am right now. I'm just. Uh, playing games all the time and uh you guys have been a bad influence on me so here yeah. we are yeah we brought that over from the comic book side of things uh, i brought that right over yep. with me sam i'm really excited that you're joining us today um and we're going to talk about some games um and and talk about some listener questions one of which is yours <laughs> sam. i know that's just crazy i know I thought there's a stockpile of listener questions so. <laughs> i i think we i think we've answered pretty much all of your questions at this point um, but this one we've had left over for a couple of weeks. I can weeks. always come up with new ones. I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Um, I think we, but this one we've had ready for a couple of weeks. Um, and, uh, we haven't got, we didn't get a chance to do it yet. So, um, we're going to do that. But also, I want to ask, uh, Matt, how the hell's it going? It's going good. It's going very well. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm trying not to fall into the trap of just trying to talk about the games I've been playing. I feel like I always say, oh, it's been going great because I've been playing this. Uh, <laughs> Or it's been going not so great because I'm playing this. No, it's been going well. I've had a professional development, uh, which seems like a weird complaint uh, because, you know, I'm a teacher and I get months off of work. And, That's true. You yeah. know, 
It's a, it feels like a kind of a joy. Oh, yeah, I had to go to work today, sort of. <laughs> but, uh, but when you're used to but you're having about, off, though, when you're having off, it's, uh, you know, it can be a pain in the ass. Sure. Yeah, it, 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 it's frustrating. And they gave me homework, which... Uh, <laughs> oh, no. No, I'm an adult. I'm not going to do homework. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, we want you to read uh, this chapter tonight. I'm like, uh, you can want, but... I'm like, it's nice to want things, per people yeah, exactly. who people who employ me. Whether you get careful, them or Matt, not. you'll end up in detention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, detention uh, as an adult is unemployment. So maybe I should that, stop bragging about it. Mm-hmm. That's very true. I definitely miss often that part of being in college and being like, I don't want to go to class today. And nobody's gonna care. That's really what it ends yeah. up being, you know. Like, like, oh, I make, if as long as I'm there for the tests that I have to take, I'm pretty much good with everything else. Um, we had one teacher, one professor in college who I was taking a class in a Dante. It was a just, class just on Dante, and he um, mm. he he didn't take attendance. He just had you like sign like a sheet at the at the front of the class. And then he would basically sit in the front of the class and look down. He was a very, very old old and very boring professor who would just sort of like drone on from sitting like in, in the in the front of the classroom. And so I just I would a couple times I would come in, sign the sheet, and then just and then just leave. Um and and, and he'd be none the wiser. Um Yeah, or something I'd come to class, sign the sheet, sit down, and then like after like ten minutes, fifteen minutes, go to the bathroom. But I wouldn't have brought like a bag or any books yeah. with me or anything, so I would just go bathroom and not come back in. Um, yeah, can't do that with work. It turns out they, they they tend to like notice when you don't show up or you don't do any work. Those things tend yeah. to be noticed. Yeah, um, especially when you have like thirty kids in the room with you. Like, you can't just, <laughs> I'm gonna go to the bathroom for an hour. <laughs> you guys be fine, right? You're yeah, like, yeah. You're sixteen. <laughs> Nothing could go wrong. <laughs> they don't want you there anyway, no, man. They just, they, they just want you to be. They just, they just want to do what they want. So I'm sure they'd love it. Oh my god! Like I was talking to a teacher today, and I was like, "Yeah, it's uh, our job is so weird. Basically, we have to sit in front of like 30 16 year olds who all want to <laughs> either have sex with each other or kill each other, um, or both. <laughs> who don't want to be there, or both? Yeah." <laughs> We don't want to be there and convince them that like Twain is really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't envy you. I it's, would not want that job. It's it's an uphill battle, but you, you, I also have those teachers that are like really passionate about it, which you should be passionate about your job. Uh, but I'm like, you get to go home. You know that, right? Like, you don't have to. Like, this, this doesn't have to be the end of the day for you. That's Matt checking in about how, how much you should care about being an educator. And <laughs> you should care. Just just keep it in perspective. Right? You can you can go home, you know. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. As soon as the bell rings, he's out of there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Get out absolutely. of his way. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I beat them to the parking lot. He's like Jack Black at the beginning of School of Rock. He's running out there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um so, yeah, not, I'm not. I'm not. Jack, I'm not Jack Black at the end. No, no, no. no. Um, you're not teaching these kids to be amazing musicians or whatever, or or teaching these amazing musicians mm -hmm. to be rock and roll players. 
Um, yeah, exactly. So uh, we have a couple of uh, a couple of games I think that to talk about that we're gonna kind of put outside the lightning round idea because um, they're majorly what we're gonna talk about. So uh, Nintendo came out with Arms th- this this Friday actually. Um, it kind of closed the day after E3 ended. Uh, Arms came out. Uh, it's selling we know very well in Japan at this point. I think hundred thousand in the first week which is as much as Street Fighter V and Tekken 7 combined for its first week in Japan. So, Serious? Yeah, yeah. So doing very <laughs> well in Japan. Insane. Yeah. I don't know how it's doing here yet. I'm sure it's doing well. Um, the Switch yeah. you know, install base is pretty hungry for games at this point. And, and so exactly. uh, especially a Nintendo game, I think, is going to always do pretty well. We saw how well Mario Kart did. Mm-hmm. And that was, a, that was a game that had already been out. So there, there's a big, yeah. big difference there. Um Matt, uh, I know you got it. How many hours have you put into it so far? I, you know, it's not like an insane amount. Uh, I've probably played it maybe ten hours, maybe. That's a good amount I mean, since even Friday. That might be generous. You know, it's I, I've I've played a, a few of the like tournaments and everything. Cool. Um, I started off with the motion controls, and whoa, that is <laughs> that is that is not fun to do anymore. It's just I, <laughs> I, I. Was it ever fun to the do, dog, Matt? Was it ever fun to do? Yeah, well, yeah, come on. In 2006, in the dorm rooms, it was... The original week, that best. was a lot of fun. It was new. It yeah. was something different. It was exciting, definitely. I, I will say that some of the things, yes, like Wii Sports was always was always fun. Yeah. Especially tennis oh, yeah. and bowling. Those two things were especially fun. But other than that... Oh, golf. Golf is great. I like golf as well. Boxing always kind of sucked. Because you were just sort of like, boxing was awesome. Doing this. Yes. No, boxing was fun. You <laughs> you're currently your playing punches. arms right now, by the way. <laughs> awesome. If you're not watching the video version, you're really losing out on some good hand motions. Um, uh, they were talking about on one of the Giant Bomb uh, E3 after shows about the Mortal Kombat Armageddon that was on the Wii, which had you do like mm. like motions to do like the, yeah. like the like the moves, like the fatalities and stuff. Um, which was which was weird. Uh, I mean, going wrong. I had, I had a lot of fun with the Wii, but looking back now, I feel like if you went back and played those games, they probably wouldn't be quite as fun. No, no, <laughs> they they lost their gimmick uh, yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, you, you look at like the lat- the latter half of that console's life cycle, where like every game was like just tilt the controller on its side mm-hmm. and or plug in the classic controller. Like, what are you doing? You can hold this like an NES controller. That was a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the late era stuff. Absolutely. I remember when like punch out came out and it was like, the best way to play it is to turn on its side. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Yeah. And it was. Yeah. So, uh, but, but arms, uh, so you switched off the motion controls pretty quickly. Are you using, do you have a pro mm-hmm. controller, Matt? No, I don't have a pro controller. Okay. Um, but I do use the, uh, the joy con grip, uh, whatever that thing's called. Please, Matt, the Joy-Con grip, stay on, Joy-Con gri- stay on brand, Joy-Con please. Grip. please. I'm so sorry. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, but no, I, 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 I switch into the Joy-Con Ooh. grip. Nice. nice. I like it. Nice, uh, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> representing. Uh, anyway, uh, that's definitely, I think, the way to play. I tried to play with the single Joy-Con. Oh, that must be a nightmare. And I don't know how that's possible. Yeah. It's it's just not very user friendly. To me, the single Joy-Con play is like just for oh, we have I have two people, I only have one controller, 
Like, it will, we'll make the best of these mm-hmm. two things, you know? Like, oh, I'm at my, right. my parents' house, or I brought the Switch to my friend's house, and now I just take the things off, and we'll play Mario Kart. And Yeah, none of us are having, like, the best control scheme, but, like, it's isn't it so cool that we can play it this way? It's never, like, the preferred way to play something. It reminds me a lot of when, like, Smash Brothers came out on the Wii, mm-hmm. and they, you know... It listed all the different ways you could play it. Like you can play with a GameCube controller, you can play with a classic controller, you can play with the nunchuck and the Wiimote. And then there was a mode where you literally could play with the Wiimote turned on its side. And I just remember like, who's playing it like this? <laughs> yeah. who, is, who can rely on like two buttons to yeah. play this like complicated fighting game? Um, no, yeah. that was no, that was, that was always like the, well, we don't have any other controllers. Okay. Person who, yeah. <laughs> person who doesn't care about being good at smash brothers. You can have this controller was basically what it was. Yeah. It's like, like your little cousin wants to play here. Yeah. You can have, you can have this here. <laughs> figure it out. here take, you're going to hate it. That's basically what you're telling yeah, the person. Exactly. This is not the best way to show, show off, um, show off Super Smash Brothers. But what do you think of the game overall? You played in some tournaments, have you played through? I know that there's not really a like a single like a traditional there's not a story mode, right? It's just like a challenge ladder basically, you know. Um Yeah. But and that's how you you can unlock stuff, right? You can unlock um like arms and, and stuff hands. like that, hands yes. playing fists playing through that. Um how have you liked the experience so far just overall? How does the game feel to you playing with uh the Joy-Con grip? It, it, it really is fun. It really is a good game. Uh, I, I think my biggest issue is it's it's a little bare bones. Um, I mean, it's like here's your here's your uh, here's your players or your uh, characters, and that's it. It's uh, I mean, there's like a few of those like smaller like volleyball and things like that in the middle. Uh, instead, when you're not just doing the one-on-one fighting, uh, and that's fun. But you know, I feel like it's a pretty uh, that's my biggest gripe is that it's a pretty shallow experience. Uh, I, I wish that there was some more content there, and I've heard they're releasing DLC. And I feel like that's a bit of a bummer. Uh, I feel like this is one of those cases. We've talked about this before. But I feel like this is a case where, uh, you know, it sounds like it, stuff that could have been in the game uh, when released uh, that they're just kind of pushing out last minute. I feel like it's a thin package for what it is. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's going to be DLC like the Splatoon stuff, like free just released over time. If, oh, yeah. Obviously, the best price is free. I mean, if that was the case, I would be happy. But I, I have a feeling... That, I can't remember the character's name that you fight at the end. Is like Big Fist. I don't know what his name is. Um, <laughs> but but uh, I, I, he's going to be a character that you can download later on. Um, sure, that's cool. I, I, I've had a lot more fun playing online. Uh, Grant, I haven't played with anyone that I personally knew, but I'm on like the online lobby system. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of fun. You know, I mean, you get, there's different, uh, there's a little bit more variety uh, there. Uh, there's like, you know, three on one and things like that. Uh, and that, that spices it up a little bit, but yeah, uh, I, I like the personality. I like the aesthetic. Um, I don't think these guys have quite made it into the beloved Nintendo characters uh, <laughs> list just yet. Uh, but what you know, are you, what potential. bad are you saying about Helix? Uh, okay, okay. Well, if we're going to talk about Helix, I got plenty of bad. <laughs> to say. I, I personally, I personally like uh, Min Min just because their arms are made of ramen. Yeah, Min Min's, Min Min's uh, awesome. I love Min Min. 
She's my favorite character. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, I could have just thrown a dart at a wall and said, oh, yeah, sure, that's my favorite character. <laughs> but if it would have landed on Helix, I would have had to throw it again because <laughs> Helix creeps me out. Helix is a nightmare, Bob, for sure. I, he is. <laughs> he's some sort of some sort of nightmare. I don't really understand what. It's so funny because all the other characters are like, of course, they have like these weird arms that are like spindly and, and do crazy things. But they're all like, except for, I guess, Bite and Bark, which are robots, right? They're all kind of like people. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, they are people. Um, and then yeah. Helix is just some sort of monstrosity. I what I really I think the art style is awesome. Uh, I, I I love the way that it, it looks and mm -hmm. it pops and and it, it moves really well as too. I think that the the frame rate staying at that like high clip smooth frame rate is, is awesome. It, it it definitely feels of a piece with the Splatoon um, sense of design. This kind of I guess the new. Sort of like I think it's it I do with like the new designers coming up at Nintendo and, and creating things, but there's a little bit more of a weirdness to it. A little bit, you know, things feel a little more, f a little more free, a little more, you know, uh, freewheeling. I guess is the, is the best term yeah. that I could use for it. Um, I do think it's a thin package, but I think what is there is is a lot of fun. I think it's really going to depend Absolutely. on how they build it out over over time. Um, but it seems to be getting received very, very well. I know Justin, who obviously isn't here this week, uh, is loving it so far. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I, I haven't put a ton of time into it, but I, I think I think over the last couple of years, Nintendo has made sort of inroads into places that I didn't expect them to make inroads into. Shooters with Splatoon and then, the, like I guess, like fighting games with arms, it, it's... Both of them, and they talked about this right at the at the spotlight. He said it's like the summer of competition, you know what what Reggie said. Yeah. But they do seem yeah. to be embracing that scene way more than I ever would have expected them to. Um, and, Absolutely, yeah. And I, I think part of it that uh, you know they're they're starting to put a little bit more faith in online. Yeah, that game is a lot of fun. And it's it's cool to see them moving into this competitive space. I hope that they keep doing it, and we keep seeing some like cool, some cool stuff come come out of it. Because I think, oh, yeah, no, go ahead, no, go ahead, Matt, go ahead. I think this is gonna be a classic case of the sequel to Arms will be an excellent game. Yes, that's probably yeah, like, accurate. I want them to build off of this because what I've played, like the, the game itself is enjoyable. The gameplay is absolutely fun. I just need more of a package. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. It's, it's, it's a thin game. And, and if, um, it, if they hadn't done what they done with Splatoon, I probably would be, have less faith in them, but I feel a little bit like they have gotten pretty good, at least with Splatoon, at supporting a game that felt thin at first. Because the original release of Splatoon was pretty thin as well. It was, yeah. And, and they um, built it out for free over a, a period of time. Had this come out instead of, like, 1-2 Switch, mm -hmm. this would be awesome. Yeah. Like, this yeah. this would have been a terrific launch game, even as is. Mm -hmm. I think I, I wouldn't have had any complaints at, you know, 60 bucks or whatever at launch. But now I'm, I'm starting to kind of want some, you know experiences yeah and we got we got splatoon 2 in just a month now at this point mm -hmm. yeah and that seems way more fully fleshed out than even the first game got by the end of its life cycle we've got yeah. that single player we got another we got a new single player campaign which a single player campaign the first game was really good 
um, something that mm-hmm. people not people didn't talk about or, or, or play much of, I don't think. But it was really good. They got that horde mode that they're coming out with, um, which is like a co- co-op wave-based thing, which seems pretty neat. And of course, they've got the multiplayer, which is the bread and butter of that game. Um, mm-hmm. And I have a feeling. W- w- one thing is, I'm really excited about the Switch in general. We talked about this back with Mario Kart. Is that I think a lot of people are going to buy Splatoon 2. And, and a lot of people who never played the original Splatoon because nobody had a Wii U, um, they missed out on that game. And I think everyone is so right now in this great Nintendo sort of riding high. Everyone's riding high on Nintendo right now. So I think people who have a Switch are going to be like, well, this is the new game for Nintendo. I'm going to buy it. And a lot of people are going to get to play that game who never played it before. So Right. Yeah. Which I, I don't want to say mine because with Splatoon, I get why they're making a sequel, even though I... It is a sequel. I mean, they're not really recycling any old assets from uh, Splatoon 1. Um, when, uh, I mean, a lot of people were disappointed that, like, Smash Brothers wasn't announced for the Switch. And I'm kind of glad it wasn't. Oh, but it's going um, to be, Matt. You, do you think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think that Nintendo wants know. to be on this. I think they're very big right now in being on this one first-party game a month train right now. And they want to space that out mm-hmm. as long as they possibly can because they won't want people to get that feeling that, hey, you can only play Nintendo games on this thing. But even that, there's not that many Nintendo games, which was what happened with the Wii U, yeah. right? It was like, oh, okay, every seven months, I have an amazing game to play. But now they want it to be like, okay, you've got ARMS in June, you've got Splatoon 2 in July, you've got Rabbids in August. Um, there is something in September, too, which I'm blanking on right now. Um, well, it's uh, Xenoblade. No, Xenoblade is December. December. Um, yeah, uh, Mar- Mario is October. Um, one of those months has that Fire Emblem Dynasty Warriors thing uh, that's coming yeah. out. Uh, but but they want each there was a they want each month there there be a big Nintendo game. So I think that um, I think that uh, they're gonna you're gonna announce it maybe later in the year or ever, and it's gonna come out next year at some point to fill in a gap that they need to fill in along the way. I don't know if it will yeah. just be a port or a dx version of the wii u game which i would assume because those games take a long long time to make right i mean sakurai takes his sweet ass time making those games um so i feel like it'll be uh, like a remaster of of one of those games but uh, i i think that i don't want it to be the only the only thing that comes things that come out but there are there were so many good games so there's so many there was a good group of great games on the wii u that nobody really played so right. you can release them again, and, and as long as you release them with all the DLC and maybe one or two new characters and a couple new stages, like people will play them like they're new. Like Q never played Mario Kart on, on the Wii U, so to him it's just a new Mario Kart game. And, and yeah. I, I think that's going to happen with a bunch of their stuff. Like I think you'll see Mario Maker. I don't know if it'll be a Mario Maker 2, but you'll see some version of that game, I think, brought to the Switch. Well, and, and you know, I feel like part of that, and one of the things that is in my def, my uh, I, I use as defense of why there may not be a Smash Brothers is because they released that on two consoles. Uh, they released it on 3DS, and uh, so I feel like I feel like they're going to try to concentrate any effort that, and I know there's not too much effort on porting it. Um, I mean, there's still some. But uh, I feel like I feel like any effort needs to be concentrated on just making one for Switch proper. Um, I don't know. I you know, 
if Smash Bros. comes out on the Switch, I'm buying it. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I don't know. I kind of just want. I don't. I don't want this to, you know, be that thing when the PS4 first came out and like, oh, The Last of Us is coming out, and so is God of War and all these other games that, you know, I, I just don't want it to be a, a port system. Uh, I want, I want some, I, you know, I want something kind of brand new. Uh, yeah, uh, and I totally I, agree with you. I want all the brand new stuff too. Mm-hmm. I just think when it comes to game like Smash Brothers, I think that if you make a new one, what are you really? Mm-hmm. If you make a new one as opposed to remastering and sort of switchifying the old one, what are you really bringing to the table that a couple new characters and a couple new stages wouldn't necessarily bring? Because they're not going to mess with the mold too much, right? They're not going to like... Sure. um, And especially because the Wii U version finally got people kind of... I mean, there's still a huge contingent of melee people still play the melee version especially any any the whole like competitive scene still plays a lot of melee but the wii u Mm -hmm. version is at least a well-liked version of that game for like the pro crowd and like the hardcore crowd or the wii version was not so i I feel like they don't want to mess with that also they don't want to wait five years for there to be a smash brothers game for for the switch you know so i feel like you know uh i would love to see because you, you don't have to have Sakurai and his team like bringing it over, right? You just have to have right. a competent group of developers in Nintendo making it a Switch game and let Sakurai and do whatever he wants to do, whether it's a new Kid Icarus game or whatever he, he wants to do. Yeah. You know, I don't even I don't even really necessarily want to make another Smash Brothers game. You know, whether it be a new sure. one or not, I would like to see him do something different completely. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I I think their first party content has been pretty strong so far and it looks like the rest of the year it's going to be very strong so i'm excited to see what happens with them and i feel like they've got a lot of momentum for the first time really since the wii era um and they've got the most i'd say for lack of a less shitty term gamer like um gamer enthusiasm behind them since what the n64 the the beginning of the n64 you know, even that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when that system came out and everyone still thought it could be like one of the greats, because yeah. why wouldn't it be? You know, because they had Nintendo and Super Nintendo. Um, hmm. So that's the last time I feel like it's really been. The, and the GameCube has also had its had its diehard group of, of fans. And that was a great system. But this is the first right. time I think the mass market and the gamer like mentality has come together in a way with Nintendo in a very, very long time. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm excited about it. I'm always excited when Nintendo it, it, it has like the chance to make a make a mark, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Sam, the other thing, a big thing I want to talk about is Friday the Thirteenth, which you've been playing a lot of with Cody. Um, oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. So Fantastic game. so you're enjoying it. So uh, people don't know what Friday the Thirteenth is. Why don't you explain what it is and then talk about why you're enjoying it? Okay, so it's a survival horror game. One person plays as Jason. Everybody else is camp counselors. And you are trying to either find a way to escape the camp. Uh, You have to survive 20 minutes or you can kill Jason. Uh, Jason, of course, is trying to kill all of you. That's his goal. Um, it's, It's really complicated on how to kill him. You have to do these specific steps. Uh, we haven't done that yet. We've, tr- we've tried a couple times. Uh, hasn't worked out very well for us. But uh, you just there's there's nothing quite like it. You're you're in a cabin. You're looking around for some loot. All of a sudden, the lights go out, and you're like, oh shit, Jason is here somewhere. 
I'm not sure where he's coming to get me. I've got to try to figure out a way to get out of the cabin before he gets me and then try to run to safety. Uh, he's got some special powers he can use. He can teleport around the map. He has a little sense vision so he can like look and tell if someone is in a building or if they're out in the woods, he kind of sees like a little infrared image of them. Uh, he has like this super speed where he can go really fast to try to catch up with you. And then he has one speed where he or uh, ability where he can turn invisible to kind of stalk you. I'm not really sure how well that one works though, because every time I've tried to use it, everyone can still see me. So I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought I was sneaking up on Cody. He's like, no, I see you right there. I'm like, what's going on? This is, this is horrible. I'm, I'm a horrible Jason. It's, it's more stressful for me to play as Jason than to play as a counselor. Cause I'm just wandering around, never even finding anybody. And uh, you, the counselors can fight back, so they can pick up weapons, get like a baseball bat, a fire poker, a flare gun. And if Jason's coming after you, uh, if you if you get a good hit on him, you can stun him, and that gives you time to run away. So I spent a lot of time getting stunned as Jason, <laughs> getting knocked down and waiting for myself to get back up, uh, and just running, chasing, uh, using my super speed and just overshooting the counselors. It's it's a it's not as easy as you think it'd be, but it is a lot of fun. I have to say. So, Bobby, you've been playing it. I I have I only played one. Only got time to play one match since since I, I bought the game. Um, I've watched a bunch of it. Like both, I watched. Uh, well, the video just came out today, but I but it was in our back end for a couple of days. So I watched the your guys's video, your what is, um, and that's on our YouTube channel right now which is youtube.com slash talking game videos, which we now have a URL I can just say out loud that it's not like a million numbers and, and symbols. Um, and we're doing a new series of videos, by the way, called What Is, which is basically exactly what it sounds like. If you don't know what a game is, you're not sure about what it is, we'll sort of explain it to you and show you a little gameplay. We have one for ARMS and we have one for Friday the 13th. So it goes along well, synergy with the, with the podcast discussion <laughs> today. Um yeah, so I've watched a little bit. I've watched some other streamers who I enjoy watch, uh, enjoy watching play it, um, and it's cool. Like I, uh, th this type of game like was in was in new the news or in vogue a little bit a couple years ago when Evolve came out, which was a one v five. One person is a monster, and the other people are hunters and trappers and, and stuff like that. And you have to try to trap th this monster, and the monster's trying to kill all of you, right? Um, and, and so in the, in its wake. It, it seemed like it was going to be very popular before it came out. Then it hit, um, and then it kind of just died on the vine. But what happened was I think a lot of companies on the lead-up to Evolve coming out saw like a, oh, this is going to be huge. Let's start making games that are like this. Then Evolve came out and kind of tanked. And then there was like a couple games that came out that didn't really do very much. But then a couple of these horror-themed ones started coming out, which uh, last year, a game called Dead by Daylight hit Steam in Early Access, which is the same exact sort of concept, right? Which is like, it's more a little more broad. It's like, okay, here's like a horror monster. Not all of them are licensed. They do have Michael Myers in that game or whatever. And, and, and five um, counselors or teens or whatever who are trying to escape and, and not get killed or whatever. Um, this one, I, I think, has hit harder than I think any of them have hit. I mean, obviously it has a huge license, uh, you know, attached to it and, and a license that I think a lot of people are hungry for because it's not one that 
A, has had much attention in the last few years in movies or anything, um, and B, has never really had a good video game. And In fact, has one of the notoriously worst video games of all time based on it. Matt, why you look so sad? I like throwing <laughs> rocks at Jason. <laughs> I, uh, I like uh, purple suit, blue mask Jason is my favorite. And in fact, they just, okay, you they guys- just, they just released him in, in Friday the 13th. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's all right. You can now play with him. And actually, if you have that skin for Jason, uh, well, normally, if uh, if you're playing as a counselor and Jason gets close to you, you start to hear his theme music and it gets louder the closer he gets to you. So if the person is playing with the, the old SNES skin, uh, you get the 8 bit music playing right. from that video game, which cool. I haven't actually heard it yet, but Cody's heard it and he told me it was really cool. So I'm excited. Um, yeah. Good job, Matt. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it it seems cool to me. Like I, again, I only played once, and I didn't play with people. I I didn't play with anybody. I just kind of booted it up and like just like let me just run around and see how it goes. And I died very very quickly um, because I couldn't find anybody else, and I couldn't like you know it was just I just heard the music and I survived a little bit longer because I hid and he couldn't find me. But then. I was just like, I guess I'm just going to try to run. And then he found me and, and got me. Um, I, I le- one of the things I like about it are, A, if you watch the movies, uh, like, down to the, like, the, the, where the cabins are in relation to the other cabins and the buildings, it matches up. So if you watch, like, two and three, like, they did, they did a bang-up job with, like, the geography of Camp Crystal Lake, um, which I think is pretty cool. Um, I, I, I like that they, they, they used mythology or and and plot points of the friday the 13th movies in the multiplayer mechanics of the game right so the idea that jason can teleport and be places where he shouldn't really be able to be um makes sense because that's what it was like in the movies my one qualm is that i wish he couldn't do it when you were looking at him like i like i feel like because that never happened in, in a movie right where you'd be looking at him and he'd just disappear but i feel like if he if he just walked behind like a shed or or like you turned around then that's fine whatever but when i'm looking at jason him and he, and he just teleports i'm like hey come on like you're breaking you're breaking the jason immersion for me um but i mean that's just like a little like obviously a, a, a little thing i i think it's really cool it, it fits into this this group of of games i think that have been popular for a while but are becoming very very popular and hitting ahead i think in the mainstream right now which are these player story games right which is why which is why i love battleground so much you know it's why people love playing you know destiny or minecraft or whatever it's because you can play them and even though when you play them you're essentially doing the same thing over and over and over again the fact that there are real people in there with you um and the fact that there are systems at play mean every experience is kind of different than the last one um and like it's just it's one of those games that's fun to watch clips of the game from people because they're just they can be hilarious for the things that that happen while you're while you're watching them um i'm glad they got all their server problems mostly under control because there was a lot of problems at launch with the game um which is why everybody got that free jason 8-bit jason skin because they had so much trouble mm-hmm. at, at, when, oh. when they launched. They, it was like kind of That's a mea culpa, they said. Like, here, like we're sorry about everything went wrong. Here's like a free DLC pack for everybody um, to use. That's cool. Yeah. Is um, Kevin uh, Bacon when... <laughs> Not yet. Maybe no. maybe he'll be someone they introduce yeah. later. That would be yeah. awesome. Yeah. No. I think it was it was originally a Kickstarter, so yeah. uh, they've got different stretch goals that yeah. I don't know. I don't know if stuff is still coming. Um, but just one other thing. So 
we were playing last night and I learned something new about the game. Counselors can play as complete assholes if they want to. <laughs> uh, I was driving a theater car and a guy was with me and Jason stopped the car. And so this guy got out to fight him. This other counselor ran up, shot the guy I was with and got in the car with me to escape. So you can take out other counselors if you feel that it is to your benefit. Uh, Cody did find out the hard way. There's a thousand point penalty though. If you do kill a counselor, mm. uh, we were, he and I were working together. Jason had grabbed me. Cody tried to shoot Jason with the shotgun, but apparently it's got a wider spread than he knew. And he accidentally killed me. So Cody's killed me on purpose. He's killed me accidentally. It happens. It happens. But, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm excited to to play more of it. Definitely, um, it's it's been tough. I've booted up my PS4 to play games probably for 30 minutes over the last month um, because the PC stuff has been like owning my life. Um, but uh, I need to get myself back in, back involved and everything. And then, but the Steam sale is happening this week, so it's going to be tough to oh. not uh, not indulge in, in in that in that arena. Um, uh, we we need to get you playing with us because yes. we need a little posse together because you really need a group if you're going to actually try to kill Jason. Oh, I'm in. Lots of lots of people working together, so so we should aim for that. Also, just so everybody knows, uh, this weekend they're having a double XP weekend, and I think mm. you get like thirteen thousand just extra credits that you can use to buy. Uh, different perks for the counselors or different execution styles for Jason. So it's a, it's a pretty good deal. If you've got it, start playing. If you don't, now's a good time to jump on. So very, very cool. Uh, and also, I mean, we'll talk about this in the show too, but uh, having a, another community play night this, this weekend um, on Saturday. Um, and uh, Sam, you will, you will be there probably kind of in charge of it this time around. Um, well, uh, hopefully, hopefully we're all hoping that the weather, this tropical storm doesn't hit Cody. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then yeah. it'll be the both of us together. So that, that's the goal for this week. I, but, forget, uh, I forget not, I'll, I'll be there, that so. not everybody is in our <laughs> discord chat, so they don't know the yes. detail. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cody weather, has, some, yeah. has some bad weather bearing down on him. So, uh, hopefully he'll be able to, to be there if he's not, um, there'll be definitely a group of people there, um, I have to work, so I will not be able to be there. But the next time, I'm going to be there. I promise. Um, so uh, the only thing I really did this week, as far as like other than the stuff I always talk about every week, which I'm not going to talk about again because um, people are going to get sick of it. Uh, we've got enough content of that game um, on on the site <laughs> and, and talked about on this podcast. But I played through, finally played through um, the third episode of Walking Dead season three. Uh, it's all out now. Um, I played the first episodes back in December when they came out and just, they just kept coming out and we just kept kind of forgetting about them. Um, and then finally this weekend, my wife and I were like, okay, we need to play this episode. Um, I enjoyed the first two episodes, uh, well enough. Um, the third one has what I would say is my least favorite thing about these games, which are long, easily failable combat sequences that, are insta death if you miss you know one one x prompt one you know swat of the stick or anything like that um and there's a big long one at the end of this episode which is like it's multi multi-stage multi-part 
And if you die, you have to watch, you know, the same 20 second like story little thing before you go into the action. And it has what is the worst part about these Telltale games, which is that thing where you have to move the cursor onto something no. and hit like the, the trigger button, whether it's shooting or grabbing. It's always the, it's been yeah. the worst since the first moment of the first Walking Dead game. They did it and it was not good then and it's not good now. And, and it feels to me a little bit when they do stuff like this where they, they still feel like, oh, we need to have the part where that you could die so it's it's still a video game thing. And it's like, yeah. it, people no people aren't there for that. People aren't there yeah, for, the, exactly. for the killing the zombie part. Like, that could be a cutscene. Nobody would care. All they want to do is just make choices <laughs> and see what happens to Clementine. That's all That's all I want in, in, in the game. Um, like, the voice acting is still good. Like, the engine is dated, but I still don't mind the art style. Like, I still like their art style well enough. The new lead is good, but the problem is having a new lead, but also having Clementine, who is a character you followed for the two other games and is like your central focus in those games. You don't make decisions because the character would make the decision. You make whatever the, the best decision is for Clementine at, at that moment, because hmm. that's the character I care about. That's the character I want to know what happens to her. And um, it's tough because, like, to me, she's one of the best characters pretty much ever in games. So it's a tough, obviously a tough act to follow. Uh, with anything, and I, I applaud them for for trying to do something different and using a new character, but I think by doing that, of course you have to include Clementine because the fans would kill them if they didn't have her as a main uh, a major player in the in the series, but by keeping her in there, it makes it really difficult to like care or really get invested in how the other people are going to work out. Um, how old is she now? Uh, in this game, games. she's like late teens, I think, or I think she's like 16, oh, 17 wow. or something like that at this point. That's crazy. I think. The, the, I can't remember if they said her age well, or not. That's the big thing. Aren't those games kind of within the same universe as the comics? Yeah, that, technically they the are. Whole... Technically they are canon, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, hmm. and, and they have good characters, you know, and uh, I, I mean, the first, the first game is, I think one of my favorite games of, of all time. I think that the story is amazing. I think the characters are amazing. Um, but even back then, that was like, yeah, except the part where you play the game isn't the best, right? That was always the thing about those games. It yeah. remains true to this day about those games. Like, that's just the, what it is. Like, Batman was fun, but the part where you had to fight people is not the best part of Batman. They did a much better job in Batman, I'll say, than a lot of the other ones. But it's not the part I, I'm there for. I'm there to just be like, oh, no, I yeah. want to say this sassy thing to you know, the penguin. Like that's why, that's why I'm playing the game. And yeah. where, where I feel like other games have just doubled down on just like, Nope, you can't die. There is a never, whatever. It's just going to be conversations. It's just going to be story. And, and these games feel like they're just still caught in, uh, caught in that, that era where they feel like they still had to have some sort of like interaction that was more than just conversation. And I feel like, we could have moved past that by now, but they have such a machine going that's just like, what are they going to do? Those games are always successful. They're always popular. So what are they going to do? Yeah. Change it. They have no time to change it. Cause they're always making 7,000 games at one time. Well, Bobby, I mean, if it wasn't for telltale, how would you be able to kill zombies in video games and play as Batman? I know there's, you know, it just doesn't happen anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's they're the only ones giving us that. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. Um, Matt, really quick, you played Firewatch. Last week we talked, you are like, oh, it's on sale. Should I buy it? And we said yes. So what did you think? Well, I don't have enough Ambien in my house to <laughs> uh, handle that sad-ass video game. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> it's very sad. Yeah, it is. Oh my god! Like I played it at like ten thirty one night <laughs> after drinking a little. That didn't help. <laughs> it's like, like like her parents come by to visit and they see the state that your house is in and and decide that it's best if she lives with them for a while and you decide to, and you still drink and blah blah blah. I'm like, oh my god, like. <laughs> This is why I play Nintendo. <laughs> this is why all my games are old. Is because you don't have to handle <laughs> real, real life stuff. But I have enjoyed it. I, I kind of enjoy the moments when you get to do a little. You get to be a little free. Like uh, the first, the first day, you you get there's the uh, teenage girls swimming naked, uh, and you mm-hmm. like walk up on their uh, their good time. They have their boombox playing very loud generic '80s music. And uh, they're like yelling at you, calling you a pervert and everything. And <laughs> you can just pick up the boombox and throw it into the lake. And I love that. I love them <laughs> just being like, don't make fun of me. My wife's sick. <laughs> yeah. So there's, the, there's the option of like, uh, like, you can say, you don't understand me. And I'm like, don't say that to those teenage girls. No. They'll, they'll eat you alive. Yeah. Trust me, I'm a, I'm a teacher right now. <laughs> I know. I've said it too many times. They're so mean. <laughs> Teenage girls are so, so mean. Mm-hmm. It's very true. They're the real video game villains. Yeah. Good thing there's never been a movie or, or anything that has teenage girls as the bad guy. <laughs> no, no. Um, it's did you finish it? Telltale. Call Telltale up. <laughs> no, I haven't. I, you know, I've played, I played a few other games in between. It, it, it's, it's kind of a... I, ha- I get the feeling... This is going to be a not a very long game. No, it's like three hours ish. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad I'm kind of you know the price is the price is great. It was like seven bucks. Yeah, so I'm not bummed out at that mm. all at all. You know, like if I I pay twelve dollars to see a movie that's like an hour and a half, and mm-hmm. sometimes those suck. So so uh, this is uh, this is better already. Um, but no, I'm taking my time with it just because I'm kind of enjoying it. So. I don't want to rush too too much into it. Well, that's good to hear because it's one of it was one of my favorite games of last year. So um, it's uh, it's amazing. And actually, former pe- former Telltale people made the game. Uh, mm-hmm. so, oh really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they left Telltale and started their own studio, um, and uh, they they made uh, Firewatch. Um, yeah, I'm I, I'll I'm, I'll be curious to how you feel about the ending because that's one of the things that is the most oh, like boy. contested things about the the game um but yeah the opening is one of those things where it's just words it's just like words on a screen where you're just picking like options and it is so affecting and so sad um and every option sucks it's true but it gives you this great like in just like in just like two minutes it gives you all of this backstory and all of this um, context for who you are and what you're doing, you know, and part of it is chosen by you, not what you're doing, because you're going to go to the fire tower no matter what choices you pick there, obviously, but mm-hmm. you're, you're going to pick sort of who this person is, you know, and why they're doing it. And yeah. the thing about Firewatch, which is, I, I think the most impressive is that it is sad, but it's not like, it's not like big, dramatic, melodramatic sad. It's just like sort of real life sad, which is, I think the, Sort of the, yeah. the 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 toughest thing about it, right? Um, yeah. 
Yeah. That's and the saddest the one thing that of the does, sad yeah. that Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. But you don't get that that much in video games, right? You don't get that much yeah. real-life sad. You get, like, huge, big concept sad most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, e- even, if, even, if it's, even if it's contained within... Sometimes you get real sad, but it's contained within giant, crazy situations, right? Like... The Last of Us is real deal sad, yeah. especially at the end. It's incredibly sad. And it's sad in a complex adult way, right? It's sad in like a, th- this person and this person are now probably inexorably separated because of a decision one person made that they thought was the right decision, but it was most likely the wrong decision, you know? And that's going to tear them apart. Um, but it's still within a zombie, like this crazy, like, you know, post-apocalyptic scenario and Firewatch is like, no, but just a dude who just took a, took a job to get away from his life, you know, which is a very real life, you know, scenario. Um, which and he can't put things down gently. That drives me crazy too. Cause like I'm in his, I'm in his little Firewatch station and I pick up like the picture of, of, of him and his like girlfriend or wife or whatever. And then I go to like put it down and he just goes, like that i'm like no 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 it's it's all you have (laughs) set it down very gently on the table um but yeah those are the firewatch is part of a type of game that are some of my favorite type of games like that and uh what remains of the finch which came out this year and gone home which came out a few years ago um are all part of like a group of games that i really really love um so, uh, did you ever play sorry, uh, her story? Yes, I love. Oh God, I love her story so much. Yeah, it's not not, not exactly a sad game, but it's it's, it's very pretty sad. <laughs> it's yeah, it, it, is, it is it is, but like it's not. But it's it's very it's very kind of like that very subtle storytelling kind of like yes. Firewatch, like where it's very you know it's not in your face, it's not Sephiroth coming down and stabbing uh, whatever. It's 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 very very subtle. Didn't want to spoil that effective. that moment. Matt, <laughs> the Seven okay. Moment. Look, sorry. Uh, spoilers, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. No, but you didn't say it. You know, you're like, you know, coming down, stabbing, you know, whoever. <laughs> you didn't want to spoil the character oh, death. Cloud, cloud. Oh yeah, cloud. There you go. Here you go. I throw them off now. Uh, you throw them off the set. Um, yeah, yeah. Her story is amazing. Her and her story fits into yeah. that like true crime, like serial type of yeah. thing. Um, but the idea that just like, oh, I can just search for like these name, these, these keywords and clips and I can find them in any order I possibly can. And so everybody who plays it has like a different way of putting together the mystery, I guess. Um, but I know people, like, people have trouble with the ending of it because there is no yeah. like, there is no win, right? It's not like, oh, I figured it out. Let me solve the puzzle. That's not how it ends. It goes like, hey, uh, the person goes, oh, are you satisfied with what you found? And it's like the most existentially burdening question you could possibly be asked in a video game. Right. <laughs> I, I was not satisfied, not at all. That that game left me thinking about it for like days afterwards. Yeah, like, but that's what it's supposed to do, Sam. That's the point. I know it was amazing. No, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I just, yeah. I, uh, there was lots of things I did not trust and that I did not believe. No, so, uh, no, 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 yep. no, no. Um, <laughs> I'm ready for them to port it to Sega CD. <laughs> Come on, that FMV is way it too good for really, Sega CD. It would actually play pretty well on Sega CD, probably. But it would be a little more. It would be a more compressed. The video would be a little more compressed. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that'd be pretty cool, actually. <laughs> um, so uh, let's uh, let's get some of these listener questions, huh? Um, 
Let's let's go. We uh, we're gonna skip over a few of the games that we were gonna talk about, but we should get some listener questions. Um, so, Sam, I'm gonna start with your question, so that maybe you can you Kay. you have an answer for it. What are some of the best video? Right. Ga- what are some of the best video game soundtracks you can stream for free online? So, Sam, what are some of your so favorites? This, well, this question came up because I I really wanted to listen to the near Automata. Uh, mm-hmm. soundtrack and it wasn't on Spotify and I was like oh my god where can I get this uh, I eventually found it on YouTube there are a bunch of videos for it on YouTube the good ones are like just the best of soundtrack of it and they just put the, the best songs together and, and let you listen to that uh, I've been listening to that a lot I, at work I get stressed out I'm like I just need some alone time I put in my headphones listen to that it's been really good for me um I also I was listening to the Horizon Zero Dawn mm-hmm. soundtrack, which is on Spotify, and also the Doom soundtrack is on Spotify. But uh, those were the main ones that I had. What do you, what kind of music do you guys like from the video games? The Doom one, not so much for the anxiety though or stress, right? <laughs> no, 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 not, not for the stupid, just because like, yeah, <laughs> uh, get excited, get your blood pumping. Yeah, totally. No, Doom is an awesome one though. Doom is not the kind of. Yeah. I love Doom in the context of the game, not really the kind of like music no. that I listen to outside of 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 the <laughs> game. Um, no, for me, uh, both of the um, Super Giant games, Bastion and Transistor, uh, both have like absolutely amazing soundtracks. Uh, I prefer Bastion over Transistor, but it's mincing hairs because they're both amazing. Um, uh, they, they both have just spectacular music and so great to listen to outside of the game as well as just as part of the game. Um, love both of those. Um, I love obviously um, the like Fez, uh, the disaster piece stuff. So Fez and uh, Hyper Light Drifter as well are both like amazing music. Uh, disaster piece also did the music for It Follows, so he he's that composer. Um, I love that stuff. Um, Persona Five, I love that soundtrack, and that's really going to stream online, especially because it costs like a seventy dollars to buy the full soundtrack or whatever, because it's like six discs or something. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a ridiculously yeah, long soundtrack. Really yeah. Uh, but uh, but uh, that that I love to listen to. That that's a YouTube one. All the other ones you can find on Spotify that I, that I, that I mentioned. I don't know if Persona is on Spotify or not, um, but I don't think I don't think it is. Uh, I'm trying to think what else I really what other really enjoy. I'm gonna keep thinking. But Matt, what about you? Uh, well, obviously I'm the older game guy, uh, but one of my favorite websites. If so, like yeah, if you want like a specific game, luckily people have done really good jobs of like putting pretty much any video games like complete soundtrack uh, from the eight and sixteen bit era on YouTube. So if there's like a specific game, like say Chrono Trigger or something, you just want to listen to the soundtrack of that. YouTube's perfect for it. But nesguide.com uh, has 8-bit radio, and basically any NES game, uh, it's randomized. Uh, so that's kind of a bummer. Sometimes you get stuck on some pretty lame songs. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's, it's nice because you can mix it up and switch it from like uh, NES games and Super Nintendo games. Um, and sometimes that's just fun to listen to. I... I, I uh, I kind of like that chip tuny kind of music. Uh, my favorite game soundtrack, and you know, I probably have like different answers for this every other week. But I love Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Oh soundtrack. yeah, good uh, one, good one. Yeah, Anamonaguchi's. Uh, yeah. it, it's 
it's on another, uh, it's on another level. It, it's a bummer you can't buy that game anymore. Uh, so hopefully you already have it. But, uh, but yeah, that's what happens with with licenses. Yeah, yeah. Um, both the film soundtrack and the movie soundtrack and, and the and the game mm-hmm. soundtrack are awesome. Um, Mass Effect yeah. is a big one for me. Like the original Mass Effect one, it's like got this very uh, Vangelis Blade Runner type of feel to it, and they kind of got away from that as the games went along but that first one just has that great like synthy stuff which i absolutely just love to death and i like to listen to it um kind of at all times uh so that's only one of them. and i'd love uh austin winroy who did the stuff for journey and for abzu oh. i love both those soundtracks mm-hmm. yeah uh amazing music so i feel like something orchestral music kind of gets like forgotten about a lot when it comes to video yeah. games because you you think of it as more of like the electronic stuff or the chiptune stuff, but stuff like the Winroy stuff or like uh, Ori in the Blind Forest has amazing music as well. Sorry, Sam, you were going to say? Oh, you just reminded me of Valley. I remember when I was playing oh, yeah. that, I loved the songs on that and I wish that it had played more consistently throughout the game, but they were fantastic. I should look that one up. So Yeah, when you got like the, that first time you got the powers and you got into like the open and you could run, oh, like yeah. there's this great swelling orchestral score. Yes. That was yes. a fun. That was a fun video game. Um, I love that game. Yeah, that was a good game. Uh, that's also, I think, on sale right now. Actually, on the PSN for very, very cheap. Oh. You can get it for like four dollars or something like that. It's a very oh, fun game. Yeah, it's so worth it. It's fantastic. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that those are the ones I can think of. The top of my head. I do love. I think the near Automata or Automata soundtrack is awesome. Um, really, really good. There's been a lot of good soundtracks. I think this year, the Breath of the Wild soundtrack is is pretty amazing yeah. as well um and i mean i mean and uh, i'm with matt too like i listen to a lot of old game soundtracks as well um but i also really enjoy like the like the video games live stuff where they sort of reorchestrate yeah. like old themes with giant orchestras and stuff like that that stuff is really really cool um uh, to hear like you know i mean this is before, now obviously it just exists because it's in the video games but back to hear like the hyrule field theme like with a full orchestra like you know five ten years ago was pretty amazing because you just didn't you didn't hear that um uh you know the Mega Man soundtracks are all great as well and they have like there's great and I also enjoy the remixes of stuff like that as well like I forgot the name of there's it's one group that does like all of these remixes of all these NES games and, and SNES games and they're just amazing um and they're fun to listen to the Smash Bros soundtracks oh yes always Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. Uh, especially if you can uh, go on some websites that are not exactly the most legal, uh, <laughs> but you can find like the ones that have like all six hundred something songs uh, from Smash Brothers and things like that. If you want to hear four different versions of a Fire Emblem theme, you can definitely do that. Yeah, but that was <laughs> Smash Brothers. I think it was actually. Um, I think it was Brawl, which had like the was the first one with like the castle siege level that moved or whatever. I think that was Brawl. Mm-hmm. Um, was yeah. was the first place that because I'd never played a Fire Emblem game before. Um, was the first place I really heard that theme and I fell in love with that yeah. with that theme because it's so awesome and so and that was also a place where you yeah. got all these really great versions of old Nintendo game scores that had only been chip tunes before you know they just they reorchestrated all of them and blew them all out in these giant pieces and it was awesome not to mention just the smash brothers like theme is awesome as as well yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's 
it's the composer from like uh final fantasy three slash yeah five uh yeah uh, it's that guy um uh, composed that like over like that really like why is this in smash brothers uh, yeah. theme yeah the dun 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 the one for wii u uh like it the menu has an option where you can just like randomize all the songs and you mm-hmm. can separate them by, uh, by like a character or whatever. Um, it's, I, they know that they have a pretty awesome, uh, collection of music. There. Yeah. I used to love playing like brawl and the Wii U version when you'd be playing mm-hmm. and like, you'd be doing a big, like four player brawl and like you'd be being cutthroat. And then you see like that disc, like fall down out of the sky which, oh, yeah. And everyone's like, and everyone freezes, freak out. and all of a sudden is like playing on the same team, trying to make sure they grab the soundtrack disc <laughs> so it would unlock for the person's like system that you're playing on. We need the remix of Mock Rider. Hurry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I love good song video game music um, a lot. Like I love mm-hmm. listening to it, and I love the, all the different versions of it. And like it, you know, I, I I always prefer like oh the music works great in the game. Um, and then if it works great outside the game, that's a bonus, you know, but there have been plenty of great music where I'm like, okay, like I don't really care about the game it's in, but it's like the hotline Miami soundtrack is amazing. I do. I'm, I'm terrible at hotline Miami. I don't care about the game like at all, even though I recognize the craft and skill behind it. Um, but I love listening to the music cause it's just so cool. So, um, you mentioned uh, Journey and uh, Breath of the Wild. I really like the experimentation with ambient soundtracks mm-hmm. now, uh, where it's very much about like the time of day uh, you're playing and and like seasonal stuff. And sometimes you know the music matches like the movements of the boss. Like I love like in uh, Breath of the Wild when you uh, fight like the Henox or whatever, and like when you finally strike the killing blow, like the music. <laughs> plays its ending and it's like it's perfectly timed yeah too. And I, I i think it's awesome yeah absolutely um sam you have any more in your head uh they, did you do you jog any more out, out of your memory that you love um not, nothing really i was just thinking i've been playing typewriter recently and i like the music in that so i should check and see if that's online somewhere too I can I can probably guarantee you, Sam, it's online somewhere. <laughs> Everything is online somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. You'll definitely be able to find it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think that um, we'll definitely talk about that stuff more because I love talking about video game music. So we'll definitely maybe we'll do an episode about that in the future. Um, so I don't remember if we answered this question or not. So I'm going to ask it. And Both I think it, frozen for me. Oh, well, we should come back for you. Don't worry. Um, okay. Okay. Right. Thank you. I think you're back now. Okay. Um, you're frozen, but I can hear you. Okay. <laughs> That's all that matters. Um, so um, uh, this, I don't know if we answered this question or not. And I think if, if we didn't, it's pretty much a question for me. Cause I don't think you guys have any experience with this, but uh, Meg Z3 asks um, when building your first gaming PC, what help guides did you use and what were you the most freaked out about? Um, so Hugh has built one recently, but I've built a gaming PC as well. Um, and this question has kind of been sitting in the in the in the hopper for a while, so I wanted to make sure to ask it. Um, I mean, answer it. Uh, you know, uh, there's a couple g- great places you can use. Um, like, uh, pretty much, if you Google search like building a gaming PC, like you'll find great YouTube videos and step by step guides to do it. Uh, Tom's Hardware is a great place to go for for tips on that. Um, PC Part Picker is a great place for advice on you know what you want to use for your for your 
your PC parts, but also advice from other people who have experienced it and, and gone through it. Um, but watching YouTube videos is really the best way to do it um, because uh, it, it will give you, it will demystify, um, I'm gonna look up right now what I, the video I used, um, uh, demystify like the actual like components and what they look like um, and, and how you, you do it. Um, but yeah, Tom's hardware is great. Uh, PC Gamer is, is great as well. Um, but you, you just find like, or just search on YouTube, you know, how to build a gaming PC and you'll find great videos from a lot of different people um, on, on how to do that. And it's, uh, I recommend it to anybody who is into it and has any idea and has any inkling to do it because it's, it's a lot of fun and it demystifies a lot about um, what's inside your computer and it helps you in the future troubleshoot things both for your gaming PC and just in life when you have computer problems. Um, I'll say that the thing that freaked me out the most was attaching the actual CPU to the motherboard because it's you have to put a lot of like force behind snapping it in and then you have to snap the cooler on top of it and that is also like, it, it's like a really loaded spring and, and, it, and, it, and it can... If the CPU is probably, if not the most expensive thing that you're going to be installing, the second most expensive thing behind your graphics card, and it is like the size of a matchbook. Um, and, you know, it, you, you, if you break that, then you're down a lot of money, you have to do whatever. So it's just like, it's one of those things that can get very stressful. Um, but I will say that that was the most scary thing to me. The thing that actually kind of I was the worst at doing was connecting like the little connectors for like the usb ports to the from the motherboard to the case and all kind of stuff like there's a lot of little prongs that can get bent and stuff like that which can be very stressful um but honestly if you just go slow uh, and and you just kind of have a little bit of confidence that these things are kind of now built for anybody to put together they're not just built for engineers to put together or people who, who are really experienced in it like everything is pretty much labeled everyone's pretty much like okay power a goes to power c that kind of thing um uh it's a really cool experience and and um i hope that you do do it and if you do let us know because i'd love to hear about your experience with it um matt you just like modded an nes so was that like stressful for you it was terrifying <laughs> uh because you, you know it's uh with the top loader, it's those are getting harder and harder to find, mm -hmm. and I'm, you know, I did not want to accidentally solder like a compressor off of it or something, <laughs> uh, or, you know, like I just you just have to like go on faith a little bit, but yeah, um, yeah, I, I've I've thrown around the idea. Mara at one point really wanted to build a a PC. Uh, there was a while there where she was really flirting with getting really heavy into World of Warcraft. Okay, that seems and, that seems uh, pretty. We had to, lines up to me. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's just like, are you sure you want to? You sure you want to do this? Don't, don't you like the idea of finishing your doctorate? You know. <laughs> but uh, but uh, she ultimately landed on just getting an iMac, which is like the total opposite. Yes. <laughs> it is it's like you can't yeah. do anything you can't once it's there you can't you can't yeah. open it you can't change anything you can't do anything yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah um it, it's just it's it is what it is it's it's it's, it's a big old ipad that you can type on yeah um sam have you ever thought about building a, a gaming pc no <laughs> no not really uh, 
I'm, I'm pretty happy with my PS4. I've got plenty to do there. And then just uh, just uh, keyboard and mouse is not really for me. Uh, I've got a lot of just from years of desk work, my hands aren't aren't up to it. So I, I can't go for very long on a computer like that. So I, I just don't think it's really worth it for me. So I'm just going to stick with my console. To be fair, I play most of my games on, on computer with a controller. So... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, only the games that force me to play with a mouse and keyboard do I play with mouse and keyboard. Um, <laughs> so, and the, the game that shall not be named Every has, once has, in a while I do want to play has, X-Wing and TIE Fighter. Well, yeah. But you can, I'm pretty, pretty sure you can play that on your iMac, Matt. Hey. <laughs> I'm, I pretty, don't know. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it will run on your iMac. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you can make it happen. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it might be. It still might be too demanding. I don't know. <laughs> I run a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm really good. You're really good. So it's just going to be your skills. You're going to be moving around too fast oh, or yeah. too much. It's going to be too much for, for everybody. Yeah. Oh, it's, I'm just melting the... Yeah, you're melting the, the processor. The Apple logo right off of it. Yeah, yeah. We can't keep up with all this amazing gameplay. The CPU <laughs> is not built for it. Yes. <laughs> um, can't do it. So yeah, I think uh, I think that's gonna do it uh, for our listener questions and for uh, for talking games uh, for this week. Um, please make sure you follow us uh, at talking underscore games on Twitter uh, and go subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtubecom slash talking games videos. Uh, follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash talking games. We've got uh, a lot of videos going up now uh, on the YouTube channel, and, and we've got some. So a good solid streaming schedule as well. Um, uh, like I said, uh, the What Is Friday the Thirteenth just came out today. It has Sam uh, on it as well as as Cody. Um, we have uh, my, I'm doing the morning run again Friday and uh, Thursday and Friday uh, tomorrow. I put out a poll. It looks like right now Arms and Friday the Thirteenth are tied for what I will be playing tomorrow morning. So we'll see what mm-hmm. happens uh, before tomorrow morning, and then Friday will be more. Uh, player unknowns battlegrounds so uh i think that's gonna be my usual friday for the for the morning run um for for at least a foreseeable future um but then we've also got a new monster class that just came out um on on wednesday we're at part four of until dawn uh where we're i think we're about halfway through the game now so uh justin's his opinion is turning on on mike it's beginning to like Oh, being the like Mike, yeah, it's always the point where it happens. It's, this is always the point where it happens. Um, we just got yeah. through the big long sanitarium um, chapter, so uh, we're kind of really kind of on the right past the midpoint now. So I'm excited to to play more of that with him. Uh, Ladies' Choice, which comes out every Tuesday, uh, just came out. You just did uh, the crew, and Sam, you cursed a lot in that video. <laughs> yes, yes, more than I've ever. <laughs> cursed on a, on a video before yeah. probably more than i'll ever curse again that was uh that was I an experience and, oh. <laughs> yeah yeah we'll see uh so yeah but uh if you want to see some really bad driving go check out that video um, or some some really really good cursing yes, check out that video definitely. i did like this moment where <laughs> i was i was like looking at my psn friends list last week and i was like why is sam playing the crew that's that's a weird a weird <laughs> one for her to be playing randomly and then, then I see like on the schedule, oh, the crew, and I was like, oh, that now it makes sense. Now it makes total sense. <laughs> yes, the things we do for video yep. content. Um, and Matt has his own show starting this Saturday. Uh, why, oh, don't, yeah. why don't you it's, tell the uh, folks what it is, Matt? 
it's I, I think part of me just wants you guys to go on faith and yeah yeah it, it it's it's it, it it goes it goes in a direction but ultimately it's me and my friend uh ty playing games where we are given a category and we play games that correspond with that category so it'll be different theme based ones we we uh we have some pretty interesting ideas of what we're going to be doing with this show, but it's it's not it's it's partially just watching us play video games, and there might be a little bit of a story arc involved as we okay, go forward. Yeah, there was some. I, I've I've seen it. There's some weirdness <laughs> that happened in the yeah. first episode. <laughs> it definitely didn't start the way I expected. Where... Let's 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 just say that. <laughs> Wait, well, I'm sorry, you froze up. Oh, it definitely didn't start the way I expected. Let's just say that. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I started making some stuff for it, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna let this ride. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's good. It's good. Uh, so I look forward to that. So Saturday, look forward you know, to that Saturday what, morning. Saturday morning, uh, and you'll be doing it. There'll be a second episode Saturday the Saturday after, and then probably every other week or something like that after that um yes yeah yeah and uh yeah there will be a it's yeah it's it's gonna be it's experimental yes for, for avant-garde for sure um, <laughs> yeah uh and my wife and i started a, a video series as well called retro bits the we uh we put out a game one of a nes game called solstice uh that is Man, what a game yeah it's a game that my wife has like loved when she was younger and um it's this very strange game where you it's like sort of like a roguelike where you play as a little wizard and you have to like solve these puzzles and these rooms and um it's it's a weird one it has awesome music though it has great music um and it, it has, has the perspective though in that game it's great yeah it's like it's like even for like an NES game, it's like it's like a little box in the mm-hmm. middle of the screen, which is just like some weird, like almost diorama ish, like sort of levels. It's it's mm-hmm. a weird thing, uh, but check it out. It's on the YouTube channel, and we're gonna be I think we're playing Metroid next. That's what won the poll. So we're gonna be playing Metroid. I almost Aww. had to play the first Metal Gear, which would have been terrible because it's very hard. <laughs> it's a very very yeah. hard game. Um, you would have fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, classic video game memes from across the world. Uh, yeah. uh, if you want to follow me personally, I'm at Bobby Shortle. Matt. I'm at Johnny Matt Wood. And uh, Sam. I'm at SKSUVAK. And also, I just wanted to say a couple things. So uh, we've also got Heroes Hideout oh, yes. videos on Monday. Mm-hmm. Those are uh, me and Cody. We've been playing through that. And then uh, just a little... Surprise for you. Uh, every Friday from now on, there's going to be a Friday the 13th video coming out. All Cody right. is, is putting those together. Uh, it's possible I'll be on some of them dying spectacularly. You have to have to wait and see. So uh, so we've got those. And then um, just a reminder also, so Saturday, uh, Cody and I are, are doing a Talking Games game night. Um, it's going to be at 7 p.m. Saturday, June 24th. If, if you're in the Talking Games community on PS4, uh, you'll see the event there. Um, also, you can just uh, message either Cody or myself uh, if you want to get involved. Uh, Cody's PSN is Captain Red Hood, and my PSN is Gizmoto underscore 16. So uh, we would, we'd love to play some Friday the 13th with people if they've got that. Uh, otherwise, there's uh, Killing Floor 2 is free on PS Plus this month, so a lot of people will have that. 
Marvel heroes people might have, Paladins, other free stuff, and then we've always got Overwatch we can fall back <laughs> yeah, on, yeah. or or Rocket League. We end up playing a lot of Rocket League too. So, uh, so yeah, just uh, get in touch with us. Let us know if you want to come play with us. We'd love to to have you. If so. I tune into that stream, Sam, and and I don't see any Overwatch, I'll be very surprised. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. Sorry, Matt. Matt, what were you saying? As Sam, we're going to have to find a way that we can play uh, the LJN NES Friday the 13th. I feel like that needs to be a part of this. Yeah, that would be fantastic because I am horrible at old style video games. (laughs) Well, no one's good at this game. No, 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 no. No no, 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 no one's good at this game. It's, it's, it is considered one of the worst games ever made so oh really yes we definitely it's not, should it wasn't made with passion no no definitely oh, not that's it seemed bad. like it was made by someone who had never seen a friday the 13th movie is really what it seemed like <laughs> um yeah oh yeah anyway, anyway, heroes hideout you play through marvel heroes i just wanted to say um that's that's what you guys are playing through oh, in, yeah. Hero, in heroes hideout <laughs> um but uh yeah that's gonna do it uh for talking games for this week thank you matt Thank you, Sam. Uh, Bobby, I think you did a pretty good job. Next time, maybe the camera switch. Don't, don't. Oh, wait. Is this not the constructive criticism section? No, this is where you thank me, Sam. Oh. Oh. <laughs> thank you, Bobby. <laughs> and thank you to all of you who are listening. Until next time, be good to one another. <laughs>